Do you love me? Mic check, mic check. Do you love me so much? You get on my tits. But you love me to the end of the universe and back. Salutations and welcome to another episode of the Native Immigrants. I'm your host, Swami Barakas, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Jojo underscore B. What's going on, Jojo B? Are you my friend now? Are you my friend? I never stopped being your friend. Well, you kind of did through most of today, to be fair. Oh, I think, so you went to the supermarket today. Yes, man stood up and provided for his family. So this is the first time that we've had to do a supermarket shop because... First we were in quarantine and then we managed to get home delivery somehow or another. And so now is the first time we've had to go to supermarket. And you didn't follow the protocol that I set just before you left. I told you exactly what to do. Yeah. And you did not do it. I literally followed every single step. And the only thing is, because obviously Jojo B sent me the shopping lists because I couldn't be asked to put it together myself. And so she sent it to me via WhatsApp. I did say I would write it down for you on a piece of paper. Yeah, but and you I'd rejected lose, that idea. Because I was going to lose a bit of paper. And if on, on WhatsApp, you can see it all. You can't delete anything but from there. You have to touch your phone and you have to touch your trolley and you have to touch people and things that people have touched. And uh. Can I just say that I was the only one, seriously, within the whole shop that looked like they were following any protocol as well. We went so to Aldi I, and um, apparently Aldi just doesn't give a shit. So, I think I don't know. If maybe it's just that of, branch. Yeah, I don't know. In terms of doesn't give a shit. I think uh, the problem is at that time of the day there was a lot of people. No, because some supermarkets are only letting in a few people, and then when people come out, mm. more people can go in. Yeah. So you could be waiting for ages, but that's your own fault. It's your own problem. You have to deal with it because they're only letting certain number of people in because they know that they can't have too many people in a small place. And, mm. and Aldi didn't do that. Yeah. It might be just our local branch. and Let us know how your local branches are doing across the UK in terms of, you know, social distancing, whether they're actually sticking to government guidelines uh, and keeping people apart. Uh, because in Audi today, it was on the way in, there was a little queue. I was one of, I think, four or five people going in. So I thought, oh, right, cool. So it's going to be quite a quiet day in Audi. As soon as I stepped inside... It was just like a cattle market in there. Everyone was like That's going between really, the aisles. really, really bad. And I'm just hoping that you stay well now and that we manage to stay well. Because um, as you all know, as I say every week, I have anxiety. And then this made me feel very, very anxious. <laughs> I mean, like, okay. So it was in, at the start of the day, it was like, have you are you got your mask on? I was like, well, I haven't got a mask. I had to wear a scarf. So I was like, yes, I got the scarf. So have you got the gloves in that? Yeah, I've got the gloves. Have you got the antibacterial, uh, you know, the solution to... The clean, hand gel. The hand gel to clean your hands with? Yes, I do. Um, are you going to make sure you turn the gloves inside out when you come back inside? Yes, I will. Are you making sure you're two meters apart from everybody else? Yes, I am. Not touching your face. Not, I, I didn't touch my face. I just touched that the bit of the scarf to lift it up because you obviously didn't like That's put on it on face, tight though. enough. But I didn't touch my face. I just touched the scarf. So I did all, I did literally everything that was required. The only thing, the two things which I couldn't do was obviously 
I didn't realize, found out today. I was today years old when I found out that now contactless is up to 45 pounds rather than 30 pounds. And so I was like, oh shit, okay, big up. But our shop came to 63 pounds. So I had to use the no, pin. No, I told you to you could do it across two cards. See, they this said is no. What I she say. said no to me. This is I said to her, I said to the woman on the on the till, can I split this over two cards? She was like, nope. So then I, I suppose have to, to keep way. things out. I said, how are, you, how are you supposed to do that? How are you supposed to like kind of get a credit card uh, or get a I shopping list? How can I you get a shopping list? What I should have said to you is when it hits £45-ish on the thing, say, can I just pay for this lot? And then can you put this through a second time? Yeah, but you and know, then she, I'll pay for like, this She was like putting lot. things in like, you know, like, you know, you know the way Audi is. Any of the supermarkets, throw it, throw just, it. Like, yeah, they just get it like next, next, like putting these things in, like beep, 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 beep. And obviously, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big shopping guy. Like the things, I, I'm good at a lot of things. I'm I good can't. at spitting bars. I'm good at like eating paneer. I'm good at like watching wrestling. But going to a supermarket and being in the midst of all those people and trying to get my shopping and get out of there as quickly as routinely possible is not my thing. And I guess. You can't blame them, I suppose, because they're just trying to try and get people out as quickly as possible. And they're putting themselves at risk as well. Exactly, and, Jojo B. Yeah, and okay, fine. It is what it is. Let's just see how what happens now and pray that nothing has gone wrong. To be fair, like, man's followed most of the guidelines. If I fall ill at the end of this, I'm legitimately the unluckiest man in the world. Also, I made him strip when he got home. So I made him, like, drop off the bags and then go straight in the bathroom, wash his hands, and then just strip his kapre off, his clothes off. Spin the tassels. Yeah, and, like... um turn them inside out and then put them in the washing machine well to one side because i had to put them in the washing machine later then he jumped in the shower i was like go decontaminate yourself and so yes i'm surprised you didn't like spray me with like a defumigating i spray. would really like to have had like a hose to spray you from a distance <laughs> i wouldn't have mind a bunch of hose myself oh shut up um, so yeah, it was uh, quite the adventure today, uh, buying the essentials. And yes, they were essentials. Do, people do this else. every week. This is like a jolly for some people though. Because like, mm. they're like, oh, I'm going to go shopping. It's like my way out. I ca how can you deal with the stress? And then the stress of trying to clean everything when you get back. I have mm. like, I had two anti-back wipes left. I used them up today. What am I going to do going forward? Like I just washing everything before and putting it away. And then some of it goes in the fridge, but some of it I have to like like decontaminate in another area like quarantine it for a mm. bit it's just really stressful <laughs> do other people feel this way uh probably not um because well from the the, the um assessment i had today of the normal uk public was that social distancing isn't really a thing there was like people having like conversations with each other in there that didn't seem to be in the same household get a grip people, people were like people were just like yeah just having a little bit of a bit of a day out you know time bus in the supermarket um on a nice hot started this day. conversation i feel really stressed out now like really really stressed yeah you know like as 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 most people would be most normal people that would know what's happening in the world and trying to follow what the procedure is the correct procedures um for those people that aren't please come on people like you know our our whole show um, our last show was all dedicated to the NHS. One of the important things that every single person that spoke on that show uh, said was stay at home, protect the NHS and save lives. Um, and if, please follow government guidelines, because if you don't, it just leaves them in a much more vulnerable position. And it's really not hard. What they do is hard. 
right? It's, what the doctors and the nurses and the, you know all the key workers that are out there, what they're doing is hard. What we have to do is just sit at home, mm. sit at home and do nothing. Yeah. And I just don't get why people can't do it. Thing is it's not even about can't do it because not everyone can get like you know home deliveries from any supermarket so you have to go out and get stuff you have to go out and buy your essentials and true. so like you know you can't say stay at home but then just starve people have to go out and get stuff but if you're going to go out and do it follow the right guidelines and if you're a supermarket make sure people are following those guidelines as well don't let it be a free-for-all and then people just go in and just turn it into like a, you know, Dale Winton supermarket sweep type shit because that's what's happening right now. Let's move on. Right. Because I feel really stressed. And so we need to not talk about this anymore because it makes me really stressed. Yeah. Put myself in the firing line as well, no? Just kick me out the door. You could have gone. because I can't drive. Mm, exactly. Whatever. At the end of this, I will at some point learn how to drive. Because then I can just stay cocooned in my own little bubble. Mm, that's when I'll learn how to cook. Well, onto a more positive note, our last show got some absolutely amazing feedback from a lot of people. Thank you so much to everyone that listened to the show. Thank you so much to everyone that contributed to the show. Um, it was one of our most well-received shows uh, of recent times. It was, I think, one of our most important shows as well. Um, because, you know, obviously, unless you're living under a rock, we are in the midst of a massive global pandemic and it needs the love of the, and the support of the NHS to help us get through it. And so we are we're extremely grateful to everyone that did listen. Um, some of the um, excellent feedback that we did receive. Patisha Chavda said, amazing podcast, such strong, real stories by real women. So proud, especially of you, Kieran Chavda. I guess I'm guessing they're related. Honour to have people like you in our lives. P.S. I feel your pain on the eyebrows. The struggle is real. It is real. You should see the state of mine right now. Uh, yeah, I, I am seeing the state of them currently as we speak. And um, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's be honest. Like, you know, sometimes, you know. The, well, me and Kieran are family, so you can just imagine what her struggle is. Family, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, also, Simi Umeria said, well done. Uh, that was really insightful to listen to. Thank you for working so hard. Really proud of you, Kieran, again. A lot of Kieran's people listen to our podcast. Shout out to Kieran. She brought all the peeps. Um, P.S. I resorted to buying an eyebrow epilator. So this eyebrow thing is a big thing, isn't it? I mean, if you're a woman, yes. And I mean, even for men as well, who like to groom. Hmm. Um, eyebrow epilator sounds really painful. Yes. I don't know if I would be brave enough to do that. Yeah. I might just stick to my tweezers. Yeah. So safe, tried and tested, isn't it? Um, shout out to Cam, Cam Badwell, another, another family member of yours. First time listening. Good job, guys, with acknowledging the true valuable worth of the NHS staff. Really proud of everyone. Love to all the families and stay safe. Yes, well done, Cam. Fucking hell. <laughs> She's also family. She's my cousin. Yes. And uh, yes, I agree with everything she said. Thank you. Thank you very much for yes. that insightful retort. <laughs> yes. Uh, Priya, Priya Muji said, excellent show. Well done, guys. Thanks, Priya. Uh, shout out to Priya, long-time listener. And Kieran herself gave us an update on what's happening with her at the moment, which is really interesting. Um, she said, just a quick update. My circumstances have changed. Her husband is now at moderate risk. So after a long discussion, I've made a decision to go back to PICU. I feel like this is something I really need to do and I need to be with my amazing team on the front line helping fight this horrible virus. 
thanks again for listening to me. And also, I'd love to give a massive shout out to my amazing colleagues, to my cousin Amita Elect and my sister-in-law Sanjeev Badwa, who are also on the front line. Um, that's a massive thing for Kieran. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's like obviously she spoke about the the potential complications of you know her husband having underlying conditions and yeah. um, and how much it would affect the situation in terms of her being at home rather than being at work and yeah i think that's a, that's a really really brave decision uh, akin to so many people across the uk who are um having to go out of their way to to help combat this massive and it goes to show that everyone that works in the health service loves their jobs yeah and although they put themselves at risk and sometimes put their families at risk as well yeah they will go because they want to make a difference and to help people get through this awful awful disease yeah um yeah i'm really proud of kieran yeah no absolutely you know um as a just a message to her just stay safe you know it's very difficult in an environment like that because you're constant you're literally on the front line well um, they're exposed and they all don't have enough ppe yeah you know i don't know the specific situation in kieran's hospital but generally the nhs is massively Overrun, you know short yeah. of ppe they've yeah. got people are like printing it at home with their 3d printers that's crazy you know little children are printing ppe for their moms who are nurses and stuff it's crazy um, but you know hopefully the government will pull their finger out and get it sorted soon well talking about the government our friend Preeti Patel Bin oh God. was back. Was I, I would not say back on the news. We haven't actually heard from her for quite a long but time. Everyone was like, where's she gone? Where's she gone? Where's she gone? And then they just kind of like rolled her out. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she rolled out all right. Um, oh God, she's just awful. I wish she'd just rolled back again. Yeah, to wherever it was she crawled out from. But obviously, like classic Preeti Bin, she made a bit of a (laughs) boo-boo. And with that smug look in her face as well at the same time. But she just looked so confused when she said this because she obviously read it. Mm. This is at one of the briefings. So this is one, you know, like it's like a... The daily updates. Yeah, like it's a really important, important kind of time bit of conference, a press conference from the government to update the country and how things are going. She looked at this piece of paper and got so confused when she saw a number and it just it just blew her mind. Yeah. And um, I'm going to read out the number as she said it. Okay, verbatim, people. Yeah. She said 300,034,974,000. That was all one number. That's all meant to be one number. Now, if you write it down, <laughs> see, I wrote it down. And when you write like you down, went you went in on this, Yoshifu. When you write it down as a number, you just think this is it means it's literally impossible. This number is impossible. <laughs> Three hundred thousand thirty-four nine hundred seventy-four thousand. As individual so, numbers, they're fine. It, as one big number, no. But so so do we know what the actual number here is? <laughs> She's meant to say three hundred thirty-four thousand nine hundred seventy-four. <laughs> yeah, I mean. This is our home secretary, people. This is our home secretary. I I put a thing out this week saying that there is no way Preeti Patel can be Gujarati because you can't not claim her anymore. Like she, she's she's Gujarati. No way, because how tight we are with our finances. There's no way we get the numbers that wrong. (laughs) 
it's not even remotely possible. We'd be like, we'd get beaten. We'd actually get the shit kicked out of us by our parents if we <laughs> well, fucked up on, on that badly. But on imagine, a, imagine if number. You, you made this much money, 334,974,000. What, what the fuck even is that for fuck's sake? You know, it's such a, it's such a massive, people are, the worst part is people are tuning into this because it's legitimately one of the biggest things to watch every day, you know, to find out what the latest updates are, you know, what, what's happening currently, what the government doing about it as well. And then you get her there to represent her party, but also in a sly way representing our people. And she's obviously like a buffoon anyway, but this takes her to every single time. It just takes her on another level. Like how bad can she possibly get? And she outdoes herself every single time. I just keep looking at this number and laughing. Because <laughs> written down, it's just so ridiculous. It's just, yeah. Um, oh, God. It's like we're living in some kind of crazy dystopian farce. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, we're living in a B movie, you know, like made catered for Channel 5. It's just so surreal. Mm. And then we have people like this that just make it even more surreal. Exactly. Exactly. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, 300,000, You heard it there, folks. Right. Well, when we come back on the other side, we're going to be reviewing the film Yesterday and also looking at surnames in London. See you on the other side, people. Back to the second half of the Native Immigrants. I'm Swami Barakas. And I'm Jojo B. And you are annoying me at the moment with a tune in your head. <laughs> I've got high, high in my head by Miss Scandalous. Wow. And Punjabi is good. And PHS. Uh, it's such a tune. It's such a tune from like my era of clubbing mm. and things. And so... I don't even know when it came out. It must have been like 2004. Yeah, I three, think so. Four? Three or f I think it was three because, yes, I think I was in clubbing in London when I shouldn't have been in London right. uh, during my uni years. Yes. Whatever happened to Miss Scandalous? I don't know. She was good. I think she got, did you get married? Is it, That's what happens, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As soon as the I girls get married, they just, that's it. That's the end yeah. of their uh, career, musical career. I don't know what happened to her. Yeah. We kind of, I was quite cool, like quite close to PHS at the time because I, I used to work for the company that released their first two albums. Oh, really? And so, um, yeah, I used to work quite closely with Marky and. I used to be in the street the team at uni. The street team. That's, that's basically what it is. is it's not, it's, it's street team when it comes to the urban stuff. It's jumpje when it comes to like the Bhangra and the Asian. I industry. just did it to get free stuff, and because I mean we had an Asian, so we had a South Asian sock at oh uni because God. there were so few of us. It was just all of us together. Whereas other unis that like I'd heard about afterwards had like Punjabi sock and Pakistani sock. This is what I just and all this kind of stuff. And we just had a South Asian sock. And I went to the first day of it, and I was like, "This is rubbish," and because I had terrible samosa, and then I just left. Um, but I don't know why this, the whole sock thing always tickled me. Yeah. You know, like Hindu sock. And yeah, like, we had none know, of that. Just, South, sock. just South Asian sock. South Asian sock. 
Because like, it was also like one, the religious ones, and it'd be like Krishna sock. <laughs> <laughs> it's very niche. And it, it is very niche and stuff. I'm not sure how many members it actually had. Um, but yeah, just the whole, yeah, the whole sock thing kind of threw me off a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I never got any freebies from PHS, so I never did any street teaming. All right, big up Rav D, if you're listening, boys. Like, there's some interest in it was, charge. It was Marky's fault. Okay. <laughs> he was the one I used to email. Blame the one white guy, innit? Yeah, I mean? yeah, well, it was his fault. He never sent me any freebies, so I didn't do any work. All right, Marky, if you're listening, if you're not, what the fuck's up? But it was on my CV for a while. <laughs> you know, you have to do like extracurriculars on your CV. Uh, so in, wow. my, in my early days, when I had nothing to put on it. Now my CV, like... Is very long. You should still put it. But in those days, I was like, yeah. Um, so I have a really passion. I have a real passion for music. And I, I was at university. I was really entrepreneurial, and I was in the Javi <laughs> Hitscott Street team. Wow. Uh, blah 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 blah. To show my love of like all things Asian and music and media. Well, because now you're in the process of looking for alternative employment. You should put it back on the CV. And see what kind of reaction you get from like these massive corporations and shit that you're probably going to be applying to. Um, you never know. It could be the turning point to you know, enable you to get your dream, your dream job. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I will, I will uh, yeah, I'll have a proofread of your CV afterwards and make, just to make sure that it's in there. And if you want, I can get like D or Rav to give you a reference as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, so you got your references no from, your, to give me from a your reference. last two line managers. And also, a uh, British Asian DJ, uh, D and Rav from Punjabi Hit Squad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just imagining. Yeah, exactly. I will, <laughs> just to get them to like, just say, yeah, I was, I was going like, to cool. I'm going to send you some new music. But can you guys do me a favor? Yeah. Can you send me like a, a reference from my wife and that for yeah, her CV? I was in the street team in 2002. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you remember her? What do you mean you don't remember Jojo B? The one representative in the whole of Newcastle, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Newcastle team. <laughs> they got Newcastle they, Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? Like, go all the way. And the thing is, because you're probably bigging it up and shit like that to yeah. them. And so they go over there to tour and there's like, you're the only person in the fucking audience as well. They did come to Newcastle. But not because of me. No, okay. okay. It was a fun night. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Well, we're here on the Native Immigrants, we occasionally have the odd, uh, you know, clashes when it comes to the Punjabis versus Gujaratis. Uh, I've done it in the past when I've talked about samosa. Jojo B this week has decided to open up a new can of worms when it comes to our respective cuisines. When she decided to test the waters on which is better between Punjabi curry and Gujarati curry. Look, 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 no. Don't I throwing, made a, you put yourself out I in the made World Wide Web. A fact filled statement that Punjabi curry is better than Gujarati curry. This wow. is a fact. This is a fact. A hundred percent fact. And there is no debate required because it's a hundred percent fact. How is this? How and is also, this my mom's curry is better than anyone else's mom's curry. I mean, so you're out that's a also hundred percent fact. Of subjectives, there, fam. Just take it and go. <laughs> <laughs> take it and go, because it's a hundred percent fact. The, there is no argument here. There's no conversation that needs to be had here, and people were responding like I was having a conversation with them, and I was like, "No, this is incorrect. I do not need your response to this. I'm I mean, just putting out a fact there." No, but you put it out to the mercy of the World Wide Web, so you'd be like naive to think that you're not going to receive any response. Everything from that anyone else said was fake news. 
Wow. It was sponsored by Are Russia. We take this, Gujaratis. It was, you know, pro-Trump. Are we going to take it this? It was that kind of fake news. Are we going to take this? Like, so, okay, so I, I have had both of these. I actually had Punjabi Gadi for the first time, not even that long ago, actually. At my mom's house. Yeah. Um, and It's the best. Huh. Yes. It's different. And it's different. No, it's definitely it's different. It's definitely different is what I'd say. There's no sugar um, in it. That's why. The unnecessary sugar that you guys put in it. Unnecessary sugar that you put in it. No, but then that's that's because that's gadi. Because the first time I had it was when, uh, Gujarati gadi was when I got married to you. And <laughs> your mom hadn't made it actually. Someone had kind of brought some food around. Okay. And um, mom was like, oh, do you want some gadi? I was like, yeah, yeah, I love gadi. And then I was like, I tried it and I was like, Mom, I think someone's put sugar in it instead of salt by accident. This is like it's really weird. And she's like, No, no, we put sugar in. And I was like, Oh. It was then it was then when Jojo B proceeded <laughs> to do a, a Kevin Spacey from American Beauty kind of shit, lift the bowl up in the air and just throw it against the wall, basically. <laughs> that's what I wanted because to do. How, but what like, I did was I politely just left it. See, that's the thing. <laughs> like, I, I like I was I'm not saying I'm a massive fan of, of Punjabi Kari. I I'd had it because it was like that was the only thing that was available for me to have that day, particular day. But Shut I, I my mum makes it. a feast for you. She does. She but, loves you more than me. But I had Punjabi curry because like, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm a bit more of a, you know, uh, an, uh, someone who likes to embrace new cultures and new cuisines. And the fact that half my family is Sikh means that I have to, you know, do my part into making them not feel bad. Happy Vasaki, everybody. Happy Vasaki to all my peoples out there. Big up yourselves. Um, but it's okay look the it's thing okay. is the difference is, is that okay. you were able to eat it even if you thought it was okay you were able to eat it yeah. i wasn't actually able to eat gujarati curry why because they had sugar in it so and so it was weird and so i had to it's put a stop sugar. to it there it's gonna, and it's, it's every time your mom's offered to me ever since i'd be like do you know what mom you've made so many other lovely things i'm just gonna have some of that instead it's not it hasn't got sugar like, uh, the, it has got a, sugar in it it does but it's that's not the over it's not fucking pudding is it you fuck? <laughs> it's, it's weird just, kind of like savory pudding it's not and a savory it's pudding it's not it's more it's i say it's having more of like a sourish put, kind of taste we put aloo in it we put potatoes in and we put pakari in good, it how is that fucking curry? that's put, a subji for fuck's sake and we put curry in it as well and curry in it you put curry in the curry yeah is, it, is that what brings up the extra curryness we put adding more curry onto the curry we put pakari in it shut up we put pakari in it as well you listen to and yourself. then my mom would make a few extra pakari and then we'd be able to eat them on the are side because they were delicious yourself? how are you gonna how are you gonna waste pakori by putting them in that weird curry oh thing you not understand it's so good and pakode made out of basin and curry's made out of basin so it's just the best no no i'm sorry like if you put if you put alus and and pakode and that just less just is basic on undiu basically in Karas Gujaratis. well then this is the thing because somebody talked to me about how sindhi curry was really good and i was like well i've never tried it explain this to me mm. and it just sounded like any old sabji and i was like this is not even curry it doesn't even have day in it it doesn't have yogurt in it <laughs> what's the point of it then how can yeah. it be curry Okay, this is Gujaratis and Punjabis. You send these in to stick your hair, stick your aura out of our shit, man. Do you know what I mean? And they put like vegetables and like drumsticks and stuff in it. Drumsticks? Not drumstick, chicken. Like drumsticks as in the vegetables. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck and they put that. all that stuff in it. And I'm like, nah, that's not curry. That's just a curry. <laughs> well, that's what Punjabi curry is. It's a curry as well, for fuck's no, sake. No, it's not. Curry and is curry. I, I told you before at the start of this conversation, not even a conversation, I'm 100% right. It's a fact. And so, bus. 
Right. Well, in that case, we're putting it out there. No, we're not because there's no, there's no conversation to be no, had because, here. Yeah, no, there's no, and also, stop seeing so all, fascist for fuck's sake. <laughs> no, that's because, not, that's not and also, thing. we have our demographic is more Gujarati than it is no, Punjabi. No, it's not. Yes, it is 100%. Absolutely not. 100%. How dare you? Shout out to all my Punjabi listeners, all my Sikh listeners that are listening to I you love right you, now. but there's not enough of you because you don't tell your friends. Whereas the Gujaratis, they all tell each other, and also there's more but of we them. We can't help it if we're like, you know, a li- little bit more of supportive and like, you know, open our things up to more community. And just segued into our next thing. There's more of them. <laughs> well, talking about uh, more of us, uh, and we're, I'm going to put this out to our listeners and stuff. Get back to us. No. Which guy do you prefer? No, I'd don't. like to know. I'd don't like to tell know. me because don't I already reply know. To her. Reply to me. <laughs> I already reply know. Reply to me. He already knows. Reply reply me. Just doesn't want to admit know. defeat. I don't know, bro. But I, I just the thing is, I'm I'm even put. I'm really diplomatic about this. It's okay. It's not bad, but it's nothing compared to Gujarati curry. There's no comparison. So I'm just the fact is the fact that I'm actually making us more of a you know an inclusive thing here Don't shows how much I embrace both sugar, our cultures. Yeah, sugary sugary who's the sugar holic between the two of us I, yeah, be, I don't want it in my curry that should be right up your street I don't bruv. want it in my curry I want it that in my dessert right and you lot, you lot eat your dessert with your food <laughs> so that's what you don't understand whatever didn't you say you used to have sugar in your roti when you were younger yeah, but you don't have that well, with sabji. You don't a, have that with sabji. That was like a treat. So, wait a minute. So, sugar in a roti, that's a fucking crepe, bruv. That's, you might as well go down a hamster and get one of those from the yeah, side of the street. Yeah, but I didn't eat that with sabji. I had that like as a separate thing. I like, have it with butter. You had it as a main though, didn't it? Nay. Yeah, you did. Nay. Yeah, you did. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Who told you that? You did. No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can't just say yeah, 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 and then think that you've won. That's not true. Um, Don't be talking to me about sugary stuff. We also put my my mom used to give us um, like plain boiled rice with sugar on it, and I had it the other day. You put fucking so you put sugar (laughs) on fucking everything, and then you complain when a little bit is in the fucking Gujarati no, curry but no because I don't have it as a savoury main I had that it's as a dessert s- also if anyone else had this as a child plain boiled rice which is a little bit warm and uh, then you put sugar on top because that's like that we I mean we didn't have much money when I was growing up and so that was a really nice dessert <laughs> for us you've seen the north it kind of makes sense and fuck off and um I had it the other day as one of my ration lockdown desserts and it was fucking delicious. <laughs> so I highly recommend that to people if they are feeling like they need something sweet and don't have much in the house. Thanks, JJB. But I was going to say something and I can't remember what I was saying there. Never mind. But that's that's also nice. <laughs> are you quite finished? <laughs> so we transition on mind. to the next part of the show. We We did mention that there are a lot of us Shout out to all my Gujaratis and all my Hindus across the UK and all my Punjabis and all my Sikhs. Like I said, I'm a diplomatic guy. I embrace both of our cultures. I know you well. You embrace me. Shut up. <laughs> and so a recent, an article came out today from the genealogical website Four Bears, which revealed the most common names in the capital, as well as where each name ranks across the country and the world. And so we decided to take a, a, a brief look at this. Shout out to my boy Ash, my brother, who actually forwarded this on to me. Very, very interesting. So the most common surname in Greater London, <laughs> number one, fam, is Patel. There's so many of you. Patel is number one. And not only that, it's ranked number nine in the whole of the UK. So many of you. So many Patels. But to think that it's the most common surname in the whole of London. I know there's quite a lot of us. 
but really, if we were saying what we probably make up what seven percent of the population of London or something? No wonder house prices in Northwest London are ridiculous and just unnecessary. That's where you all live, and that's why <laughs> that's why you can't buy a house. But it's extraordinary. I've, I'm I'm really amazed. I would have thought that maybe it'd make the top ten for sure. Um, you know, because yes, there's a lot of hotels, and you know, there's a lot of Indians living in London. But really, we only take up certain pockets of outer Greater London. This is true. You know? Like Wembley, Harrow, yeah, Watford. Kenton. Does Watford come under Greater London? No, I wouldn't have thought so. It's got a tube station. Um, but I suppose it's Hertfordshire, isn't it? So I don't know. Yeah, but like Amersham has a tube station. You wouldn't put fucking Amersham in Greater London. All right, London. fine, fine. But it's okay. based in northwest London and some parts of West London. I would say like primarily. And then like some, Yeah, there's a few in Ilford as well and stuff as well. And that's that side of East. But that's specifically two areas of London. So you're telling me that there's more Patels than anyone else in the whole there's of like, London? There's like, you know, like 20 to a house. I mean, that's a, a, <laughs> that's a real, like, stereotypical racial profile there, haven't you? Just profiled. Uh, it's true, made, though, isn't it? It's true. It. It's one of the stereotypes How that's pretty you? true. There's no. a, I mean, there'll be at least, like, five or six to a household. Come on. Maybe, yeah, maybe, like, th- average of about three to four, I'd say. I mean, there's five of you guys. Are we fucking Patels, though? <laughs> no offence to all the Patels out there. <laughs> shout, to, shout to all my Patel listeners. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with Patels. Shout to all my Patels that are listening. <laughs> the defensiveness. Speaking up for all the Patels. Yeah, because you know why? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because that's a typical Punjabi thing to do. Oh, are you guys right? Oh, you must be Patel then. <laughs> No, for fuck's sake. There's more than one fucking... At least we have multiple surnames. <laughs> We're not all like Singh or Kaur. I don't, I don't even have Kaur in my name, so whatever. We're talking of Singh and Kaur. <laughs> yeah, where do we London. rank? So Singh, I'm, I'm going to go further down this list to try to find it. So Kaur is at number 62. Big up all the princesses. And Singh is at number 12. Didn't even make the top 10. But there's also, so you can get Singhs from uh, Rajasthan as a surname, like they have a surname, just yes. Singh. It's not, and it's not anything to do with being Sikh. That's just their surname. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think that's the same for other parts of but India But also well. you get like, you have Singh as a surname for Hindus as well, you know? What is not, I just, oh, I just said Rajasthanis, like they, they, oh, okay, I assume yeah. they would be Hindus as oh, okay. well. Well, you can have Sikhs in Rajasthan. Why is that? Why I know, that? I've got family in Rajasthan. What are you talking about? <laughs> but what I was talking about was actually Rajasthanis who have Hindu, that surname. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we got there in the end, <laughs> Um But um, also, you know, if we shout out the rest of our uh, Asian contingent, uh, Khan make is number six. Shah is number seven. Because Shah can be Guju, and it can also be yes, a Muslim. Muslim surname. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then you've got Ali at number ten. Uh, Ahmed at number nine and Begum at number 11. So that's quite a few in the top like 15 names, surnames here in London. What's so funny? <laughs> I'm just thinking, no wonder the racists hate, hate yeah, us. Yeah, so absolutely. Much. Absolutely. Um, I mean, cause, cause look at the, you look at the top five. So number five is Brown. Number four is Williams. Number three is Jones. Number two is Smith. And number one is Patel. 
I mean, one of these is not like the other. <laughs> you know? But if you look at the UK, like, the, is it England or UK rankings? Okay, so this is London rankings. Yeah. But then if you look at the overall UK, like I mentioned, Patel is at number nine. And then you've got Khan, which is at number 40. And then Shah is like 104. So, so beyond London, yeah. it, it kind of starts to look more realistic. It's yeah. just that there's such a massive concentration in London. But I still, I'm amazed that number one is Patel. I would never have fathomed that. I know there's a massive Patel contingent, but... I would have thought, yeah, I thought like Leicester maybe, maybe that would have had that, but not in London, London so much. Like, you know, like, and may, that had a push maybe between five and ten, but number one, more Patels than Smiths I'd like to London. know how they did this survey. Like how they... Or, I'm sure they didn't like knock on every single door in London. Yeah, no, I just wonder. Yeah. I wonder how they gathered the data. That's yeah, all. Yeah. Because I wonder if that. Oh, I'm such a data geek, honestly, but um, it's my job. Um, mm. but yeah, I just wonder if there's some kind of skew or something. I find it really strange that Patel's number one. Yeah, no, it's it's like it's a massive shout. Um, you know, we make up such a um a significant part of you know the London landscape, really. Um, and well, one of them. Is the Home Secretary. Well, exactly. Exactly. Not one that I think many will be proud of, but there you well, go. you know. Um, but you can't say our numbers properly, so I can't, I can't imagine they're that proud of it. Asian that proud of it, absolutely not. Um, but yeah, shout out to all the Patels listening in right now. You can... All 300,000, 34, 974,000 of you. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck's sake. Right. Um, film review of this week. Huh. Because there's loads of films that are worth watching at the moment. Well, yeah, so the thing is that we're all the films that we're going to be reviewing and talking about over the coming weeks and hopefully not months, but probably months, are films that are now available for either streaming uh, on Sky and Virgin and Netflix and Amazon Prime or Disney Plus and oh, no, unteamed number of different services. And so, you know, while we've been here stuck indoors, uh, as most of, hopefully not all of you, are doing the same, um, we will be talking about films that we've seen uh, that are currently available right now. Next on our list, after we've reviewed this one and told you about it, next on the list will be Kuch Kuch Hota Hai. But on, what? It's on Netflix. Kuch Kuch is on Netflix. Right. And we're watching it. I haven't yeah, seen we'll watch it. it. We're not going to review Kuch Kuch Hota. Why not? Some people might not have seen it. Who the fuck hasn't seen that shit? <laughs> I really want to watch it again. I haven't seen it for ages. Also, can someone let us know if Sky is Pink is sad? Because I don't want to watch sad things at the moment. So if it's sad, then just let us know and I won't watch it. If it's good and it's uplifting, then let us know and we'll watch it. That I mean, we my... could fucking sit and review films that have been out like year in the last few years. I'm talking about new films. Yeah, I know. Just I'm just out. asking someone's like our listeners' advice on Sky is Pink. All right, they've got to do something for us as well. <laughs> yeah, it can't all be one way people. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, it can't be all take, 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 but you never give. What was that? Bruno Mars, isn't it? What? I've never heard. Grenade by Bruno Mars. I don't remember it sung that way. Take, take, but you never give. You never heard that now? I'm, I'm, you know, it sounds good when it's in tune. But anyway. Fuck's sake. All right. But anyway, Yesterday is a film that we've just recently saw. It was out last year. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, yesterday we watched something. But no, Yesterday was the film. The name of the film <laughs> is Yesterday. 
fucking hell. <laughs> Genuinely, I've lost my mind today. I don't yeah, know what's going I'd, on. Um, this is what happens when you're stuck indoors and I have to go out and provide for the family, isn't it? And then I stay at home just like rocking backwards and forwards, like scared of Curled the fact that you're going to bring it home with you. <laughs> Hello, I've brought home some COVID-19 I just with wanted me. some chocolate and some milk. Not COVID. Um, it's directed by Danny Boyle, uh, who's one of the most famous British directors out there right now. Directed Trainspotting, directed Shallow Grave, directed Slumdog Millionaire. It's quite a jump, isn't it? From Trainspotting and Shallow Grave, which are both quite dark, mm. to Slumdog. I mean, yeah, that's... Uh, I'm, did he do... He's probably done a few in between then as well, I thought. Yeah, he's um, done loads, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Um, but this is... Um, yeah, I guess it's more in the sort of the Slumdog uh, genre in terms of being uplifting and also having an Asian lead, which is kind of the the whole reason for us reviewing it today. And I think I preferred it to Slumdog. Really? Yeah, I did. Actually, I, wasn't, Slumdog, I wasn't a massive no, fan I, of Slumdog. I can't, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't disagree with you there. Slumdog was slightly overrated for me. It was a nice film. It was all right. But for it to get to that level where it won all those number of Oscars and then everyone talking about it being number one film on their list for that particular year. And so I, d- I didn't quite see it like that. I, did, I didn't. It was, it was oh, a it was good just, film. Was, we were so exotic. So yeah. exotic and so lovely. Yes. And so, yeah. We were flavor of the month. Yeah, that particular exactly. Year. Um, but I'm mean, interested to see the screenplay is actually by Richard Curtis, who previously did like... For know, yesterday? Four, yeah. Okay. What, what the film am I fucking talking about? We were about just then? talking about Slumdog Millionaires. I was just checking. That was a that was that's not, that's not a segue to talk about Slumdog Millionaires. We're <laughs> mentioning it in the middle of this fucking review. <laughs> All right, fine. So Richard Curtis, Richard Curtis wrote the screenplay for Yesterday, who also did Four Weddings and a Funeral, Notting Hill, Love Actually. All your favourite British rom-coms, basically. I think Notting Hill's one that we can forget about, though. Really? I've not actually seen Notting Hill. It's not so good. I watched it again recently. Not, I didn't mm. even get all the way through it. I watched the first like half an hour. I was like, nah. No. Oh. Nah. Well, he, he did the screenplay for this. Um, so carried on his, um, you know, long love for rom-coms. He's very good at them. Yeah. Um, but it actually stars in the lead role, Himesh Patel. Another Patel. I wonder how many he's got in his family. Wow. Um, the second most famous Himesh in the uh, showbiz world. <laughs> All right, third if you can, Himesh Reshamiya as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts, Jojo B? Well, I I love the Beatles music. And All right, so yeah, we should get some backstory. around the Beatles. Yeah, we, let's get a little bit of a backstory. We don't want to give away too, too much. much. Yeah, okay. So as a gist. Yeah. Uh, it's a story of a guy called Jack Malik. His parents are called Jed and Sheila. Yeah, that most Asian of Asian names. Um, but, you know, he's... It's nice that they didn't have, like, you know, I don't know, Shantaben. <laughs> Do you why, know I mean? why couldn't it have been that, though? If it's, if it's Asian characters, why because couldn't they have I had Asian names? I think it was just names? written as a character. I don't think they had any colour in mind. Or like any Asian ethnic yeah, but if background. Yeah, you can have Asian actors. So why, then, why can why do they why do they have to? Just but give why them? do they have to have? See, now there's a whole debate. Why do they have to have Asian names? You get a number of Christians who are Asian, hmm. so and they have English names like Wesley and things like that. No, but that's the thing. So, okay, so but in that in the same thought process, the fact that they are Asian doesn't it make it the fact that they've given them English names a bit of an easy cop out? Well, also, Sheila is an Indian name, so it's fine. 
Jack clearly isn't. And what's the other guy's name? Jed. Jed is definitely not. But it doesn't matter. They had written a character and then they're just like, okay, right. So we've got an Asian lead. So we probably have to give him Asian parents. Let's just change the surname. That's all they've done. It's not laziness. It's just like, it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, we're not bothered about his background. He's a person who's going to do what he has to do in the film. But he could have had exactly the same story. It's the same thing. It's exactly like, oh, the same why pretext. can't there be a black bond? It's the same thing. No, that's fine. But because he's an Asian guy, the fact he's Asian, the same story, the same principles, everything else, but you've got an Asian lead with a couple of Asian parents, why couldn't they have had just normal Asian names? Why does it bother you so much? Because we're, we're talking about representation and how we'd but like... We are being represented. That's the point. It's not the fact that he's Asian that is any doesn't make a difference. What they're shot, I think they were trying just to cast a good lead. And he's a good lead. And actually, he can sing. Mm-hmm. I think it was him who was singing yes, this. Yes, it was. And, and so it doesn't make a difference. It's about saying that the character is the character and the colour of the skin of the actor doesn't make a difference to who the character is. It's like having Shakespeare being played by, I mean, I'm not comparing this to Shakespeare, but just in general, Mm -hmm. um, like Shakespeare can be played by someone who's white. It probably was done originally, you know, but now you've got black actors doing it. You've got Asian actors doing it. It doesn't make a difference because the character is a character. Yeah. I just, I just feel that if, you're going to start changing Romeo's name or Mercutio's name or Hamlet's name. This is a, like there's a massive difference um, between Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yeah, I mean, like, come on, come on. All right, we'll it's have to agree thing. to we'll have to agree to disagree. Let us know your thoughts, listeners. What would you have thought about the same situation? Um, but anyway, um, so he is a struggling musician. Um, there, all of a sudden, is a complete blackout in the world, power wise. Huh. And by the time the power's back on, the Beatles and all of their music has just been erased from everyone's memory apart from him and then the rest of the story is about how he uses that to his advantage into becoming a, a success or not but if you were in his shoes and you could remember the lyrics yeah wouldn't you do the same thing obviously i'm asian isn't it it's about where I, you can make the money i mean a hundred percent i just don't I, the problem is, is that i don't remember any lyrics to any songs ever even my favorite songs i don't remember yeah the absolutely lyrics. same so it would be really annoying. Hmm. It would be like, let it be. <laughs> and then be like, what? What came ma, ma, next? Ma, ma, let it be. Na, na, na. You know, I just do yeah. that kind of Vic Reeves pub singing hey, kind of shit. Hey, Jude. Na, 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 na. It'd just be like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's the thing. He could, he, like, I know the tune in my head. I can just make up the words as we go along and then write them accordingly like that. Um, but obviously, you know, with, with him, obviously, his, his whole thing is to use those lyrics to potentially make himself into a, a bigger act than he actually is. Um, but yeah, it's, it was an interesting story. Mm. We just watched Blinded by the Light. So we'd already seen uh, a film very recently with another Asian lead that uses the inspiration for a big musical act to help him kind of, you know, find out who he is and, and become something of I himself. Like this because also it's just bringing this music to a new, younger audience that maybe aren't quite... Familiar with the Beatles? Well, a lot of people aren't because imagine, right? So our parents' generation, yeah. the Beatles were a thing. Mm-hmm. Now, if you think about this next generation, their parents are a bit younger. Yeah. And so they probably weren't listening to the Beatles or if they didn't have to. You know what I mean? Like they might not have been 
so influenced by that. So right. the, it might not be as relevant to them. And so it's nice that they can kind of have a, a bit of a shoe in with that. And and we watched we watched Rocket Man. It's a similar thing with Elton John's music yeah, and then Blinded yeah. by the Light with uh, Bruce Springsteen's music. It's kind of like, I mean, I don't really know Bruce Springsteen's music. I quite enjoyed it from from watching Blinded by the Light. Yeah. So it's quite a nice way of like introducing amazing music yeah. to a newer audience. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that way it absolutely did. Um, and think about how many of our friends listen to the Beatles. Not many. Uh, yeah. I and we're not that young. No, it's true. I think um, the one thing that was that was evidently important, which we kind of saw in there, is that fact that obviously the Beatles have influenced an umpteen number of different bands. Yeah, because in it, and I don't think this is giving away too much, but Oasis don't exist Yeah, because the Beatles never existed. Yes. And so you just think, how could we live in a world where the Oasis didn't exist? Mm. But they didn't have Lennon and McCartney would, there. Yeah, how would, you, how would you be able to have your karaoke tune? What would be your karaoke tune now, Jojo B? Thing is, Wonderwall would, would have been erased from well, memory. Well, exactly. And Wonderwall is a truly beautiful song. Um, but anyway, we digress. Um, yesterday, yeah, it's. Um, I thought it was. I think it was well put together. It I, was. I really enjoyed it. It was um, cheesy at bits, if I'm honest. Who doesn't love a bit of cheese, especially in times like this? Yeah. Sometimes you just want something happy and something, if it's a bit, veers into a little bit into cheesy, that's okay because we need, we're, most of us are feeling so low yeah. that actually doesn't even feel that cheesy because it's it's just taken us up to a point where we feel we're vaguely normal again by seeing mm. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't start from your normal starting point. Start from how you're actually feeling right now and then enjoy the film like that. Mm. Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. Uh, but it was uh, well supported by both Sanjeev Bhaskar and Mira Sile, who played his parents. And had great accents. Yeah. <laughs> they did. Very interesting. <laughs> yes, it's very interesting. They, they were, they were interesting accents. Yeah, it was an interesting accent. Um, but yeah, no, I think overall it was a well put together production. Um, it, like, it had Ed Sheeran. In, a, in basically playing an actual role of himself. Now that was that was a bit awkward and cheesy, but it was good. But yeah, it was quite cool. I think apparently they wanted to get um, uh, who's the co who's the co-play guy? Uh, Chris Martin. Chris Martin apparently. Oh my and god! Then so Ed wasn't the first the biggest star in the world at that point when it was made. Yeah, wasn't the first choice. No, what? Apparently, apparently Chris Martin was the original first choice for that, and then. Um, yeah, they went for Ed Sheeran as oh, a, God. Um, which was poor a, Ed, poor Ed, poor Ed. I don't, I don't, not I mean, I don't think he's struggling. He, just, he deserves to be first choice. I listened to his Desert Island Discs the other day, right? Because I've always had an obsession with it. I've been listening to it for like years, and um, it's really good. Yeah, he seems what like a he, nice guy. What was his uh, choice? Did I ever mention that I used to see him at work? On a yes, regular basis. Have I ever mentioned the story of when uh, I... <laughs> yes, you've mentioned it a number of times. On the podcast. Have I mentioned it on the podcast? <laughs> yes, we have. Oh, we right, have. I probably have. Yeah, you yes. flopped on me. So what the fuck? Yes. You wanted a picture and I didn't manage to get it. Mm. But um, yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. But yeah, with, with Himesh Patel himself, he was actually selected from loads of actors who auditioned. And uh, Danny Boar was convinced he was the right choice after listening to him perform yesterday and back in the USSR during auditions. He actually sung all the cover songs in the film and also plays the guitar and piano. He's got a really lovely voice. Yeah, I, did, I would never have expected it, if I'm honest. No. Because, you know, he always played, uh, what was the guy, Tamwa? 
Tamwa, yeah. In the EastEnders. Um, Everyone loved Tamwa. Yeah, yeah. That's when I used to watch EastEnders. He was a bit of a goob, you know, in the in the show. He was, but he was just like you know, just like a lovable goob. Yeah, a lovable goob. Um, but yeah, this this hopefully should lead him on to to bigger and better things. It's um, he's a really good actor. Very good. Yeah. Um, it's like now now it's going to be the whole who's the better Patel, isn't it? Because you got Dev Patel, Himesh Patel. It just proves a point that there are a lot of Patels because they're just all of the Asians seem to be Patels that are out there. What? Yeah. All the Asians out there. Well, are there's Patels. them too. There's Priti. What <laughs> <laughs> more do you want? I mean, I don't like. What about Rishi Sunak? Arguably the most famous Asian person in the UK right oh now. Oh my God! We've ne- have we even talked about the fact that people think that he's some kind of sex symbol? We haven't. Maybe this is something we cover in the next show. Maybe we're talking about like. But also at the same time, keep saying really ominous things like we're going to have to pay for all of this at some point. Mm. So, do you know what I mean? Like he's just he's like. He has this undercurrent of evil going on through people, him, but people a, still want to be in love with him. And I don't understand. And then there's been like whole threads on, on Twitter just going, these are all the other Asian men who are way better looking than him. Mm. You people have just never seen Asian men before. Yeah. Like what? Because was, there was a, a very, very good thread on Twitter recently of beautiful Asian men. Okay, I'm fine. I'll stop talking about it. No, it's fine. You can shout all the beautiful Asian men you want. Rishi Sunak is definitely probably not Number one. Oh, for God's sake. My love. (laughs) Well, well, well swerved back around, JJB. You bought me chocolate today, so it's okay. I did. Um, It was all cheap because all the Easter eggs are now half price. Big up yourselves, all the supermarkets. I don't care. I don't care. Um, But yeah, end of the day, he's a Tory. That's all I'll say. Uh, but yesterday is now available um, on Sky On Demand, on Sky Movies. So make sure you check it out. Let us know your thoughts about it. Because, yeah, that between that and Blinded by the Light, it's been a, it's been a good year for the Asian lead in big British musical-style films. Recommend some more. Yeah, let us know what you're watching currently. Because we've um, watched Tiger King now, so we need, we some, we need some more Tiger TV. King. Yeah, we've watched Tiger King. Uh, not, no point discussing that shit because I think the whole world's already talking about it. Um, but for next week's show, let us know what we should be watching and we will check it out before then and see if we can review it for the next show. Alongside Kuch Kuch Hota Hai. Well, that is it from this week's episode of The Native Immigrants. This is meant to be a really short one because we're like, we've got nothing to say. I mean, we're already probably clocking into like just under an hour. <laughs> we know, we know. We just start chatting. And it's like sitting around with our friends. Having a chit-chat on, you know, Zoom. Yeah, this is this is basically a house party via podcast form, except you can't reply to anything we're saying. So please reply to us via our social media. But just know that we're always right about everything. At Native Immigrants <laughs> 1M on fucking hell, shut up. <laughs> At Native Immigrants, single M, let us know on there about Gurdy as well. At the Native Immigrants Podcast on Instagram and the Native Immigrants on Facebook and everywhere else. And make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and send us a review. This is something we haven't asked for literally months. Review us. Yes. Nicely. Yes. We haven't had a review since this season started. So we want those reviews to come back in because it helps us to get uh, more prominently seen. And share. Listen and share. Yes. Share and share a like. Get your friends of friends of friends of friends to listen to us. Exactly. Um, and if our own friends can listen to this, that would also really be helpful. Well, yes, because, you know, sometimes they don't. <laughs> exactly. And it really hurts. 
<laughs> and then they just Helps ring us, us and say, oh, how are things? And I'm like, no, I don't want to tell you. Listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast and you might find out, fuckers. Yeah. Um, yes. So, yeah, people are listening um, and we'll continue to provide you with all the best entertainment during lockdown season. Right. Do you know what we haven't done this whole episode? What? Swore. I said fuck on a number of occasions. Did you? Yeah, I, did, I yeah. haven't sworn. Have you not? No. I mean, and I'm really proud of myself. I have some chocolate as a as a reward. I don't think I sworn. So if you did hear me swear, then let me know. But I don't think I did. I'm gonna edit in a swear word while she speaks, and you, you have to listen out for it to make sure you know where. Listen out for it in my listen. in my voice. Yeah, that's not possible. Why, man? That's all I can say in your accent. I'm not even going to respond because I want to swear. And hopefully, hopefully by the time everyone's listening to this, Newcastle would have been taken over and we so, will have a new owner and Mike Ashley will be gone. Week. We'll be gone. I'm Mike Swan Ashley Barakas, And that is Jojo B. And we'll see you all again next week, people. Peace. <laughs>